0: How's your diet coke? So good. I feel like we're officially like middle-aged. Like our kids are gone and we're just drinking diet coke and recording a podcast <laughs> like nerdy middle-aged people. <laughs> Woo! Uh,
1: I I don't feel middle-aged, but I think we are officially middle-aged.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like when our girls make fun of everything we do. Like, I know. Like, I've noticed that they man, are like not
1: walk. into us anymore. They're,
0: Babe. I don't feel like cry. we're their heroes anymore. But they're into us.
1: Yes, they are.
0: Parenting podcast next week. (laughs) Pray for us. (laughs) How's everybody doing? We're almost getting to that time when it's back to school, but it's such a weird year. You know, normally I'm so excited and we're school shopping and sports are going back. And I just feel like this year is so weird for everyone. So to all you mamas and kids and dads out there, just it's different, but we're still trying to make the most of it, you know? Yeah. bedazzle your sweatpants or like <laughs> yeah. do your trendy face mask <laughs> kind of over that, but that's cool. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Back to school socks instead of shoes, right?
0: Yeah. It's a lot a cheaper, socks, a yes. lot cheaper this year on the budget. Let's look at the positive, right? <laughs> Eyes of gratitude, Lord. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I do feel bad for the kids. I think especially the older they get, the more hard this is on their social world and life and man, my heart just with them.
0: For sure. Yeah. So since we're getting all serious, I guess I'll bring up what we're going to talk about today, which is a very big topic, but just know we are not experts here. This is just a real conversation. Me and Richie are just recording just our thoughts and things God's put on our heart lately. And so today we're going to talk a little bit about holiness. What does that even mean, babe? Holiness.
1: Oh, this is the, this is the. Pastor, the preacher, and me might come out a little bit, but I think at the at the simplest, it's just being set apart for God's Mm -hmm. purposes. That you've been pulled out of your old life, and now you're shaping a new life. God's shaping a new life in you for His purposes. So Mm -hmm. we used to live before Jesus. We lived for our own purposes and our own agendas, and now our lives are being shaped for His purpose that His kingdom would come through us. So set apart. It's probably the simplest definition of Mm holiness.
0: Yeah, that's kind of a Christian word, though, too, huh? Set apart. Yeah. Like, how do you explain that in easier terms? Would you say maybe? Well, I think you're
1: you you are good at I guess simplifying this when you think about like what when you think about holy for you. What do you like? Sorry, I'm just throwing. You're the just question putting it back. right back
0: onto me. <laughs> <laughs> what do I think about when I think about? Yeah.
1: What do you think about holy?
0: Becoming more like Jesus. Yeah. Wanting Him more and more yeah. and less of me, less of all the nasty parts of me that I don't like. And I mean, I think holiness is not legalism and it's not religion. And I think it's easy even in my own life to get that all tangled up and think it's about rules or how good I am or how good I appear to him or to people. And instead it's him breaking my heart for every little thing that the Holy Spirit reveals. That's just not, it's keeping me from more of him. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think there's an underlying desire there to, like you said, to please God, to honor him with our lives, but also to be used by him too. It Mm -hmm. it motivates us to be more usable, I guess, maybe. Is that the right way to say it? Like I think of having a life that's clogged up by the world's priorities and the world's agendas versus a life that's clear, right? Like open to be used by God. Pure. Yeah. That's when I think of set apart, this, I think like less of the world's ways and priorities and more of God's mm-hmm. ways and his priorities. Yeah. And yeah, I think it's something I don't know, it doesn't seem like maybe we're old school, but it doesn't seem to be something that gets talked about that much or something that's that no, high. Oh, you priority don't you don't our, hear
0: it on most podcasts. In our right circles, now, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think yeah, when you're saying cloudy, I think I think I just always like ever since I was a teenager, that's there's that verse, you know. I don't want you hot or cold. Yeah. You know, you don't or
1: lukewarm. Lukewarm. Right. Yeah. You don't want to
0: be lukewarm. Yeah. Like when you don't want to jump into a lake that's all foggy, mm. or you don't want to be that person that doesn't know like where you stand and just yeah. always like wishy washy right. and clouded. Yeah. And I think God has called us to a life of clarity purity Mm -hmm. and abundance and when the world and its ways just make us full of cloudiness kind of like you were saying cluttered yeah um i think it's harder to be who jesus wants us to be and do what he wants us to do and
1: i don't think we're built for both worlds like Mm -hmm. we do seem like Some of my friends that are most overwhelmed or when we're talking and I feel overwhelmed, it seems like I'm trying to do both. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to do Jesus thing. So good. And the world's thing. I'm trying to do the world's thing and sprinkle Jesus on top of the world's thing. and It just overwhelms me and squishes me. And I know a lot of friends wrestling with the same thing. It's like there's this realigning that constantly has to happen in our hearts Mm -hmm. to, to want to be like Jesus, or to want to right. be in His kingdom and have His kingdom as our first priority, but man, it's it's tricky, it's slippery. I would say, mm-hmm. I, don't I don't know. It seems like two like seasons and ebbs and flows, right? Where like you want to break or you want to rest, and it gets like easy to get sucked into world's stuff mm-hmm. to rest or to get,
0: yeah. And who you're around. I mean, I know that's something we're really passionate about is helping leaders realize you become who you're around yeah. and show me your friends. I'll show your future. That's a classic line. One of our first pastors we worked for used to say that, and we yeah. used to say it in youth ministry, but it's so true. Even when you're an adult, like what you watch, what you read, who you hang out with, yeah. you're becoming like them. Yeah. And so check your circle, yeah. see who you're with. And if all those people are talking about is, money and houses and or whatever it is, right. those aren't bad things, yeah. but it's the world. And then you just become more and more consumed by that. And yeah. for me, I think holiness is also just a simplicity. Yeah, It's knowing who I am, whose I am, yeah. and then living that way. Right. And I think then there's just so many things that people are like, Oh, you don't do that. Or you don't do that. And to me, I'm like, I don't need to do that. Right. You know, it's just, there's a simplicity and almost a freedom, yeah. I think, that comes. It's not about rules and religion, but it's more about walking in freedom and just, like, it's simple. It's like yeah. God and people. Right. That's all that's going to matter. Right. That's all that's going to be in heaven. That's not right. your right. sweet new car. Yeah. Not how many followers you have or right. all these other things, I think, that we can get sucked into.
1: Yeah. Well, and I think, too, there's a fear, I know, for me or for lots of lots of people that, like... Holiness means like being judgy and critical mm. of everybody and like anti. Yeah. You know, like anti-worldly things, right. worldly ways. Let's all just
0: wear our bonnets and <laughs> our kids can never leave the bunker. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. And, and kind of like yell at people about, you know, whatever's going on and mm. however they're acting. And I think that's not what we're talking no. about. No. For sure. I don't, I don't, I think not Jesus is way different than the judgy kind of Christian circle that maybe some of us have come out of or afraid of or have seen in the news or whatever, like that's definitely not what we're talking about. It's, it's much more of a, I I love the word you said earlier. It's, it's pure, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just Jesus, like more and more of him, his heart, his attitude. I mean, you think about the people that he upset the most, most often were the most religious people, right? the most judgy kind of critical people. And so this isn't like a conversation about how to become more judgy. No,
0: no. <laughs> I think that would not be what we want.
1: I think it's like how to just like be more in love with Jesus and have more of his heart and more of his yes. desires consume your life yes. more than anything else.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of, I think we were talking about it the other day on a walk, but being judgy or religious like you were saying, that's small-minded thinking. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, I think sometimes we think we're being more godly by having these really strong convictions or telling people what we think, but we never saw Jesus do that. Like, He was always the one eating with the, you know, sinners and the Pharisees were always questioning who He was with and why. And so it's not about not having a heart for other people in this world. I think that maturity and holiness comes from knowing who you are. And so you, you want to be around all those people and it doesn't shape you though, or doesn't affect you because you love them. You have God's heart for them. You want them to experience them. You don't want to hide from the world. You want to run to the darkness and bring the light.
1: Yeah. Jesus' holiness was never contaminated by the world. He always brought light to the darkness. And I Mm -hmm. think that that's we want to be so filled up with Jesus and his spirit that when we go into dark places or dark around dark people or things that are broken, that, that light shines, we don't get like consumed by the darkness. Right. right? And and so it's holiness is making more and more room for his light to shine through us. us. Yeah. 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 And I think too, like it's, it's very, um, like culture wants to put, well, I shouldn't say culture. Like, I feel like a lot of our friends, like we really care about wanting to change things in our culture right now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, when I think about like historically, like church history, like even some of the reformers that first started reforming the church in the, in the 16th century, they were really passionate most about their own personal reform in their own hearts and lives, having a social impact and a cultural impact. That they didn't start like in a political scene right. or on a on a social media feed, right? On right. the external things. They started on the internal yes. things. And so they believe the more personally I'm reformed, the more my family will be reformed. Socially, you know, culturally things will be reformed. And so when I think about holiness, I think about us just growing as amazing
0: people. Yes.
1: Following Jesus and a loving Jesus. A personal revival. Yes. Everyone
0: wants to talk about a revival of thousands, but it's like that I love that quote revival starts with me. Yep. You know? Yeah. And I think that that's, that's
1: the heart of holiness, right? Is, Amen. is just like us passionately becoming who Jesus wants us to be. Yes. Laying down attitudes or thoughts, thoughts, words. ways we talk. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, views we have of people. Hmm. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot that Jesus wants to change. There's, um, Yeah, When you think about just starting, like, how do we, how do we start? Like help, help people just get going. Like, I want to, I want to grow as in holiness. What do you, what do you do? Like, how do you grow in holiness?
0: I think just noticing, um, areas maybe where I do just feel the Holy spirit nudging me like, Hey, like that's not really helping you with me, you know, or that's the old you or, And just pinpointing those and bringing them in prayer, you know, filling myself with the word, worship. A lot of it is what you listen to and the Mm -hmm. people you're around, though, I'm going to say it again. I Mm -hmm. think everyone obviously is more isolated Mm -hmm. right now, relationally. And so a lot of our relational, I'm doing air quotes, (laughs) is coming from you know, media or, you know, really opinionated people. And I think we need to really check our circles and make sure who we're listening to because even the most amazing person is just a person. Jesus needs to be the voice we hear. It's all Jesus and not my stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think for me, I'm kind of like a task list. Like I want to accomplish stuff. So I remember when we were going through some marriage counseling and I was struggling so hard trying to figure out how to like make things better in our marriage. And I remember after several sessions, you just said, man, it feels like I got my husband back to the counselor. And he looked at me and he's like, what's changed? What's different now, Richie? And it was, it wasn't a big list of stuff that Mm -hmm. I accomplished or things that I got rid of out of my life. It was just that Jesus was more consuming my heart than ever before, you know? And I remember just... I feel like I have to preach that to myself a lot because I want, I go back to the what's the list of things right. to get out of my life or to right. do better or whatever and it's so much more relational than that it is it, yeah you know, it's intimacy with Jesus mm-hmm. more than just knowing about Jesus or
0: doing the right things yeah, yeah doing
1: the Jesus type things yeah and I don't know to me that's really um, I guess the path maybe mm-hmm. to holiness is just trying to get more and more intimate more connected to Jesus and. Like you said, you know, people that spur
0: you towards that. That's right. That's essential. In that. Right. Yeah. When well, I think the Bible too, it's like, no one likes to talk about this, but it's like, we're different. Like Jesus says, like, we're called to a different kingdom, a different world. And yeah. I know we've all heard that if you've been around Jesus or church, but do we really live like that? Think like that? Talk like that? I know I don't. A lot of times I yeah. think. I look like just like every other Susie at soccer practice, you know, <laughs> like what does make yeah. us holy and set apart? Yeah. And I know that doesn't always mean everyone can see that on the outside, but how am I thinking and living, leading and loving others that is different yeah. than the old operating system? Yeah. The sinful way.
1: Yeah. What about, um, just encouraging, um, some people, I was just thinking like, um, how do we how do we just encourage people that are maybe feeling like, Oh yeah, I want to, I want to grow. I want to start. What do we, I mean,
0: I think just believing that you are holy and God did choose you. And yeah. I think we all self doubt sometimes, yeah. or maybe think we don't deserve to be holy. Cause we yeah. all know like we're sinful and, yeah. you know, we know our dark thoughts yeah. <laughs> and the places maybe no one else knows about, yeah. but knowing that, no Jesus redeems even that and if you've put your faith in him like he's forgiven that and he has called you and you deserve to live a life that's a royal priesthood like mm. he says in his scriptures and so I think the first step is just believing who's you are yeah. and that that is like your new identity yeah. that is your new title you're a daughter you're a son of the king of kings and I think that helps shape so much when we know our true identity. So many things we see right now are are about our identity. You know, like, are you with this party? Are you with this party? Do you identify with this gender? Are you in this type of social group? And I think Jesus came to break down all those walls and say, no, this is my kingdom Mm -hmm. and this is whose you are. And so I think it starts first with that foundation of knowing I'm holy, even on the days I don't feel like it. And I know that. I suck. Yeah. Basically, yeah. Jesus is like, I love you so much. Yeah, that's so good. Oh, I love you. <laughs> I love you too. Sorry, you well, Mary thats what's cool about marriage. Yeah. I want to encourage people too. Is like, we're not perfect. I mean, right. me and Richie—we don't sit here like you know we fought yesterday. Like, right. it's not all like Bible teaching by all the time. <laughs> but that's what's beautiful. I think about marriage too. Is just God. Giving us this person that even when they see us like full of sin and yeah. a crappy attitude, yeah. still saying I love you, yep. I choose you, yep. I forgive you. Yep. Yeah,
1: the identity doesn't change. We're still married. We're still yep choosing to love each other, even though there is some flesh being yes <laughs> surfaced. Yeah. Yes. No, That's so good. What you said. What right? about you?
0: What are some things you would?
1: Well, I'm just reflecting on what you said too. Just like wow, like. So much of faith is believing who we really are and starting to live toward that new identity. You know, yeah. it, it does. It's not fake just to only believe God for these big, crazy moments in our lives of, of provision or something supernatural. It's believing that when we put our faith in Jesus, we really are a new creation, mm-hmm. We really have been transformed, like you just said. and and then his spirit inside of us is going to give us the power to live towards that identity. Like that to me is the practical everyday faith. Like, okay, God, here I come to you today again, another mess, broken attitude problems, you know, insecurities, whatever. And you're going to give me the power to become who you see me as with this new transformed heart that you've given me, even though I don't feel it's transformed and it all's kind of a mess right now. I think that that's, that's really practical. I just, the faith of that, that spot and, I would say too, just, um, I don't know, just seeking Jesus with everything mm-hmm. you've got. I don't know. I know that sounds simple, but, um, in his presence, he can change, he could change attitudes. He could change so much in his presence and just getting near Jesus is, is where holiness mm-hmm. happens. You know, it's, yeah. uh, Andrew Murray said it's, it's, you only have as much holiness as you have of Jesus, mm-hmm. Yeah. you know? And so it's just being absolutely consumed with getting closer to who he is and, allowing him to change you and and Mm. being humble enough to listen as he speaks and, Mm. and obey his leadership. So I don't know. It's, it's a conversation I feel like we're always going to have to have. It's not like just a one and done. Hey, I got holy last week, you know? (laughs) Yeah. It's like, man, we need to spur each other on towards this.
0: Yes. Yes. What are some like things people, maybe even right now as they're listening, just questions they could ask practically like, I could think of, like, you know, who's someone maybe you need to monitor how much you're listening to in your yeah. life or. Yeah.
1: Yeah. There's I think there's a lot of boundaries associated with holiness. Yeah. Right? That you have to start to make practical decisions. I'm going to spend yes. less time with these people. I'm going to go on that feed less. I'm going to not watch these shows. Yes. I'm. um I think those things are really important to have a have an outworking of holiness too. Mm -hmm. Not because you're trying to look a certain way to a certain person. It's just between you and Jesus. Convictions is how we talk about it. Mm -hmm. It's like it's a very personal thing. Yeah. You know, what you eat, drink, who you're around, where you go, what you watch. Yeah. Like all those are categories that I think Jesus cares about. And and I I think we need to take a look at, I guess, evaluate. Mm -hmm. So I don't
0: know, but then at the same time, not being those people like you were saying earlier that are walking Uh, around with the signs and anti everything, and yeah, so I do think it becomes back between you and God. No one maybe even needs to know about it, right? Like you can have a conviction, and when you're in a room, you don't need to announce it to the room, you know. No, and I think that comes with maturity. Yeah. Yeah, like spiritual maturity is not, hey, look at what we do or don't do. It's. That's between you and Jesus. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah. It is a very, I think a conviction is a very quiet thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's an unseen thing. It's not something that, that everybody has to know about. Mm -hmm. I think there are times when it comes to surface in, in the right conversations, but, um, it's, it's a very personal decision that you've made and it's like in your past now, Yeah, like that's no longer how I operate or who I am. I'm different now. Right. I'm going to do these things differently. Right. Make these decisions differently. Spend my time differently. Right. Whatever the category is. Yeah.
0: I think our family has like one of our core things that we say all the time is soft hearts, you know? Yeah. And even in this conversation, I just think about this. We just want to be people that have soft hearts. Yeah. And when it comes to holiness or when it comes to just who you are, I think being people with soft hearts, you know, having eyes that just always see compassion in people and yeah. that's holiness too yeah. it's not about like you know oh I don't watch these shows on Netflix like maybe that is the case but it's more about my heart like my heart breaks when I see that yeah. or these certain things and just keeping a soft heart towards God and yeah I know in our family that's like a parameter that we kind of all you know, sometimes check each other with yeah. is like, "Hey, your heart seems hard," you know. Right. And even sometimes we don't want to hear it, like, "No, it's not." <laughs> or our teenagers don't want to hear it, but yeah, you know, that's one of our main things I know as a family that yeah. we keep as a value is just having a soft heart.
1: Yeah, I think a soft heart, Jesus can always speak to. You mm-hmm. can always direct. And convictions around holiness are gonna be shifting too as yeah. new situations arise or new conversations, new relationships happen. And
0: uh,
1: he needs to be able to speak into those. Yeah. And that's what a soft heart provides is that opportunity for him to speak into it for sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Man. Do you this have is... anything else you want to say? Oh, it's a good conversation. It's kinda of deep yeah, for me. I know. You sorry, like I love, deep, yeah, I know. I, do. I love it I'm like, so at Target today I got a maroon cardigan girls and it's nineteen ninety nine. It's the perfect, like burnt maroon. So run and get one. It's threshold. That's more me. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I love it. I just got to keep things light because Richie and it. me would yeah. be like so serious so all the time.
1: Yes, yes, she is an amazing. You are an amazing breath of fresh air in our home because I do get so intense all the time. It's a good
0: balance. Yeah, we balance each yeah. other out. Good.
1: Yeah. Well, how about our uh, how about our concluding question
0: today? Okay. Yeah. something on a lighter note. You mean, yes? Me? let's
1: go wait
0: before we close though, to yeah. send in your questions. Mm-hmm. We're going to do an episode coming up. Like we want to hear like, what are topics you want us to talk about? Um, because we don't really know what we're doing guys. We're just yeah. trying this out. And so what do you want to hear us talk about and yeah. let us know? Yeah. Send us a message on Instagram or an email or yeah. anything. Cause yeah. we'd love to know. Love so to. is there something you've watched? Mm. Eight or read lately that you need to tell the people about. Tell the people. Tell the people.
1: Yeah. So Disney Plus, you know, it's like the the pandemic, the Corona joke. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. pandemic savior, right? Uh, we, um, my girls, and I watched Glory Road.
0: Glory Road. I didn't watch it. Was it good? Yes, so good.
1: Yeah, it's a basketball story. Uh,
0: oh, I love a good sports.
1: Yes. There, We're it's a in sports the sports category. Oh, I love S+. this. Plus, yes,
0: like uh, remember the Titans. Yeah,
1: it's similar. All the racial tensions mm. of, of the middle of our, our last century, and um, uh, yeah, f- first college, you know, NCAA team with a whole bunch of black guys on it, and make an amazing statement in a very um, broken time in history. Mm, that sounds and, super good. Yeah, it was very inspiring and very good to to watch and lots of good conversations with the girls coming out of it. So I would say that it was
0: glory road, glory, road. road. People so on Disney good. plus got to get it. Got to go watch it.
1: Yeah. How about you? Something you've ate, watched,
0: read. I think I'm going to go with eight this week. We kind of have these go-to ribs at Costco. Mm. Yes. There's lots of opinions. I know about ribs mm. and which ones are good and how you cook them, but these ones are fail proof they're in like the deli like the fresh section at Costco and they're already seasoned they're pork ribs they're like 20 bucks and it can feed a lot of people so it's kind of a splurge but it's like buying nice steaks I would say yeah and no matter what you can't really mess them up we barbecue them for like what an hour and a half yeah and put barbecue two hours. sauce on yeah. them yeah and I'm not from the South, so I don't know. Don't want to get into all that. All I know is go buy these ribs yeah. from Costco in the deli section. Pork ribs. they're good. On the bone. They're so good.
1: So you like them because I can't mess them up? Is that why you like them?
0: No, but I'm just telling them, like, <laughs> I think ribs can be, like, intimidating to yes, people. Yes, like, they can be. And, yeah. you know, they're not, yeah. like, super cheap, so.
1: Yeah, you don't want to spend a bunch of money and mess it up. Yes, that's I, what I meant. That is my worst fear, especially barbecuing. Yeah. Because I kind of tend to be the one barbecuing most of the time.
0: Yeah, so good job. <laughs> Thanks.
1: This yes. is all about you. <laughs> You're so not. good
0: at barbecuing. <laughs> no, it's not. No, I love you.
1: No, I love you, too.
0: Okay, awesome. so send us your questions.
1: Thanks for being together this week. Thanks so much for being with us this week. Be sure to send any questions or prayer requests to the contact info in the description. Also, please share, review, and follow the Life of the Shaws podcast. As always, we hope this encouraged you and pointed you closer to Jesus. Take care.